Ignatius to the Philadelphians. Ignatius, who is also called Theophorus, to the Church of God the Father and of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is in Philadelphia in Asia, which has obtained mercy and is established in the harmony of God, and rejoices in the passion of our Lord without doubting, and is fully assured in all mercy in his resurrection. I greet her in the blood of Jesus Christ, which is eternal and abiding joy, especially if men be at one with the bishop, and with the priests and deacons, who together with him have been appointed according to the mind of Jesus Christ, and he established them in security according to his own will by his Holy Spirit. I know that your bishop obtained the ministry, which makes for the common good neither from himself nor through men, nor for vain glory, but in the love of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And I was amazed at his gentleness, and at his ability to do more by silence than those who use vain words. For he is attuned to the commandments as a harp to its strings. Therefore my soul blesses his godly mind, recognizing its virtue and perfection and the unmovable and passionless temper by which he lives in all godly gentleness. Therefore, as children of the light of truth, flee from division and wrong doctrine, and follow as sheep where the shepherd is. For there are many specious wolves who lead captive with the evil pleasures the runners in God's race, but they will find no place if you are in unity. Abstain from evil growths, which Jesus Christ does not tend, because they are not the planting of the Father. Not that I have found division among you, but filtering. For as many as belong to God and Jesus Christ, these are with the bishop. And as many as repent and come to the unity of the church, these also shall be of God, to be living according to Jesus Christ. Be not deceived, my brethren. If anyone follow a maker of schism, he does not inherit the kingdom of God. If any man walk in strange doctrine, he has no part in the passion. Be careful, therefore, to use one Eucharist, for there is one flesh of our Lord Jesus Christ, and one cup for union with his blood, one altar, as there is one bishop with the presbytery and the deacons, my fellow servants, in order that whatever you do, you may do it according unto God. Brethren, I am overflowing with love to you, and exceedingly joyful in watching over your safety. Yet not I, but Jesus Christ, whose bonds I bear, but am the more fearful in that I am not yet perfected. But your prayer will make me perfect for God, that I may attain the lot wherein I found mercy, making the gospel my refuge as the flesh of Jesus, and the apostles as the presbytery of the church and the prophets also do we love because they also have announced the gospel and are hoping in him and waiting for him by faith in whom they also obtain salvation being united with Jesus Christ for they are worthy of love and saints worthy of admiration approved by Jesus Christ and numbered together in the gospel of the common hope but if anyone interpret Judaism to you do not listen to him, for it is better to hear Christianity from the circumcised than Judaism from the uncircumcised. 
but both of them. Unless they speak of Jesus Christ are to me tombstones and sepulchres of the dead, on whom only the names of men are written. Flee then from the wicked arts and snares of the prince of this world, lest you be afflicted by his device and grow weak in love, but come all together with undivided heart. But I thank my God that I have a good conscience towards you, and that no one can boast either secretly or openly that I was a burden to anyone in small or in great matters. And I pray for all among whom I spoke that they may not turn it to a testimony against themselves. For even if some desire to deceive me after the flesh, the spirit is not deceived, for it is from God. For it knoweth whence it comes and whither it goes and tests secret things. I cried out while I was with you. I spoke with a great voice, with God's own voice. Give heed to the bishop and to the priests and deacons. But some suspected me of saying this because I had previous knowledge of the division of some persons. But he in whom I am bound is my witness that I had no knowledge of this from any human being. But the Spirit was preaching, and saying this, Do nothing without the bishop. Keep your flesh as the temple of God. Love unity. Flee from divisions. Be imitators of Jesus Christ, as was he also of his Father. I then did my best as a man who was set on unity. But where there is division and anger, God does not dwell. The Lord then forgives all who repent, if their repentance lead to the unity of God and the counsel of the bishop. I have faith in the grace of Jesus Christ, and he shall loose every bond from you. But I beseech you to do nothing in factitiousness, but after the teaching of Christ. For I heard some men saying, If I find it not in the charters, in the gospel, I do not believe. And when I said to them that it is in the scripture, they answered me, that is exactly the question. But to me, the charters are Jesus Christ. The inviolable charter is his cross and death and resurrection and the faith which is through him. In these I desire to be justified by your prayers. The priests likewise are noble, but the high priest who has been entrusted with the holy of holies is greater. And only to him have the secret things of God been entrusted. He is the door of the Father, through which enter Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and the prophets and the apostles and the church. All these things are joined in the unity of God. But the gospel has somewhat of preeminence, the coming of the Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, His passion and the resurrection. For the beloved prophets had a message pointing to Him but the gospel is the perfection of incorruption. All things together are good, if you hold the faith in love. Since it was reported to me that the church which is in Antioch in Syria is in peace, in accordance with your prayers, and the compassion which you have in Christ Jesus, it is proper for you, as the church of God, to appoint a deacon, to go as the ambassador of God to it to congratulate those who are gathered together and to glorify the name. Blessed in Jesus Christ is he who shall be found worthy of such a ministry, and you yourselves shall be glorified. 
And if you have the will, it is not impossible for you to do this for the sake of the name of God. Even as the neighboring churches have sent bishops and others presbyters and deacons. But concerning Philo, the deacon from Sicilia, a man of good report, who is at present serving me in the word of God with Rehus Agathopus, an elect man who is following me from Syria and has renounced this life. These bear you witness, and I also thank God on your behalf that you received them even as the Lord received you. But may those who treated them with disrespect be redeemed by the grace of Jesus Christ. The love of the brethren at Troas salutes you, and I am writing thence to you by the hand of Berhus, who has sent with me by the Ephesians and Seminarians as a mark of honor. The Lord Jesus Christ shall reward them, on whom they hope in flesh and soul and spirits, in faith, in love, and in harmony. Farewell, in Christ Jesus, our common hope. Thus ends the reading.